What's going on everyone? Welcome to Cartoon Season. I am Tyler and this is of course where we get to have fun talking about some cartoons, some anime, shows, movies, whatever it may be. Today is a good time because we're talking about Demon Slayer. I got a little bonus episode for you. I forgot to... my, my last bonus episode, which was the first bonus episode about Arcane, I forgot to mention it <laughs> at the top. But I remembered for this one, this is a bonus episode, probably going out um, behind the curtain. I'm recording this on the Saturday, so you're probably this probably still probably gonna go up in a f- uh, few days. Because uh, Demon Slayer, as I'm recording this right now, goes first episode, the first real episode of season two, drops tomorrow. I think I think it drops on Sunday. Um, so when you're listening to this, first episode of Demon Slayer already be out. Show I'm very excited to watch. Um, so of course I wanted to talk about the first season of Demon Slayer, um, and we have a lot of fun because this one. Um, this is really the first, sh- like, shonen that focuses a lot on action, like fight scenes, you know, that kind of show. Um, something that the base, I always go back to, like, Naruto, you know. Um, and, uh, the way I'm pretty much going to do shows like these is I'm going to go through the fight scenes. You know, I think that's, uh, that's kind of the best way for me to talk about shows like this. Um some preview of some upcoming shows that are going to be similar to this that I'll cover is things like Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, you know, that's another one that probably mainly just go over the fights with that show. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about a bunch of them. I don't think I touch on every single one, but I touch on, I think, the main ones. Um, and there's some pretty cool ones here, especially since that's the big thing. I would say that's the main thing that people talk about the show is Ufotables. Uh, animation is incredible. Uh, but of course, before we get into it, uh, just a reminder, go to the YouTube, uh, go to YouTube, Tiger T channel. That's where you'll find other episodes of this. If you want to see the little images I throw up, if you don't care, <laughs> then you can just go anywhere else you listen to podcasts and get the purely audio version. Um, we can have fun there. Oh, and, uh, something I'm going to start doing. I'll probably put these in retroactively on every other previous episode as well, but I've been very bad at throwing in links um so i'm gonna throw in i mean i guess i'll throw in the youtube link um as well as the kind of like website link i have that displays all of the podcast um places you can get it there's like 15 different places <laughs> you can listen to this um so yeah so we're getting into it like i said demon slayer season one one last quick thing i'm not covering the movie because I don't consider that season one. I usually also don't group together movies and shows into one cartoon season episode. Um, so later on down the road, I'll, I'll cover the movie as well as obviously season two. Um, yeah, look forward to that. Uh, but yeah, first real fight we get to. Um, I mean, we get some like more story based fights in the beginning, like when, um, you know, Tanjiro and Nezuko and that whole thing. But the first real one I felt I wanted to touch on was the mutated demon i don't remember if he has a name i just know he's referred to as the mutated demon because of all his arms um and i want to talk about this one because i feel like again that's the first real one he's in the the like trials or whatever i forget what it's called um the exam (laughs) he's he's in the tuning exams you know and um this is the first real obstacle he has to fight right where he really really gets to see someone's like real power you know and and this dude isn't really anything special honestly you know he's not even close to one of the 12 uh kizukai i think that's what they're called 
Uh, I could be completely wrong, but you know, he's not, he's not one of the 12. Um, but he still has trouble, right? Like in the beginning, he, abs you know, Tanjiro absolutely gets rocked. You know, he gets punched <laughs> through like a tree or something. And this is where he gets his first, I would say, wake up call after, you know, uh, training with the man. Um, I think his name was Eurodekai, uh, Eurodekai, something like that. Um, sounds like Mordecai from regular show. I don't, I don't know if I, if I said that right, but, um, you know, he, he, he completely gets rocked. Right. And, and he, if he realizes, okay, like I have to use my head, which is as the series goes on, you see that Tanjiro is really good at thinking things through, um, other characters we see not so much. We'll touch on those guys later. Um, but he just says to himself, I have to calm my breathing. You know, this is the big thing I learned was that my breathing is kind of the source of everything. So I have to calm down assess the situation um and he does you know he, he he does some good stuff he cuts off um you know you know some of this man's arms um and, that, and that's when we have a slight little fist pump moment where it's like hey it's you know tanjiro's actually getting it um i think the main thing here is that not only is he strong but he's also killed a lot of the other disciples the other fox disciples and so i think that's another obstacle that tanjiro has to face in this fight um because that's something that he's gonna have to go with um or like learn to work with going forward is also the like mental game with with fighting demons um especially with him too because him with nezuko and him trying to look at the good side of demons um but anyway this this fight does, doesn't last super long that's also a quick side note about the show is that i didn't realize how fast a lot of these fights are you know like i said at the top the kind of formula that i look at for all these types of shows i always boiled back down to naruto um even though naruto might not be the first we can boil it down to dragon ball i guess or maybe even some before that i don't know but um naruto would drag stuff out you know naruto like a fight like this and naruto would have lasted probably three episodes you know maybe more um, but, but this one lasts like half an episode, um, you know, Tanjiro's able to calm down, this is, uh, another really good introductory to the, um, what's, what's the word, to the, the, like, tactic, I guess, of him always being able to see the threads, you know, we see that he cuts off this man's head, which is a big thing because, well, he beat him, but also no other Fox disciple was able to do that, um, you know, they were able to cut through right always like bounced off or clanged off his neck or his arms or whatever um he's able to cut his head off you know and I, and I think that was a really good first like this isn't just a demon you know it's something a little bigger a little better um and we're able to get past that so and also this man just gross to look at you know he's not easy not anything crazy um but again this fight is one of the weaker ones um, which makes sense since it's in the very beginning. It only covers episode four of the show. But also, it's a nice starting point because then we move on to the swamp demon or demons. I'm still not quite sure if there are multiple people, multiple personalities. You know, we got some shadow clone jutsu or something going on. I'm not sure. But we, we got the swamp demon and we roll up on him. Um, a, an, another good thing I didn't really mention in the last fight, but one of the big quirks for Tanjiro is that he has a really good nose, right? And with this fight, it helps him because these dudes go into the floor, they go into like the wall and stuff, and Tanjiro is able to smell through the ground, he's able to smell their scent, 
and that gives them an edge in knowing where they're going to be from, where they're going to pop up out of. Um, and then, like I said, they quickly turn into three things, which sucks. You know, that's not fair. You know, but you know, you should you should fight me like a demon. You know, one on one. But but he decides to you know drop into three, and um, you know Tanjiro has to fight back. We start seeing more and more different forms that he has, the, like uh, the, like water breathing and stuff. Um, he has a second form, the water wheel, which is really cool. Um, that's able to he's able to do stuff like in mid air with that move, as well as like a wheel. You know, he can uh, a lot more mobility. Um, that's that's really cool. We have a hard stop. <laughs> in this because there's one thing I didn't really like they were only going after 16 year old girls and as the fight went on the more they explained why it just got creepier and creepier wasn't a big fan of that um, but then you have another character pop out that we didn't see in the first fight we have Nezuko Nezuko comes in the clutch with a huge kick you know fights uh, or, or, or kicks back one of the forms that was going to attack Tanjiro from the back which is really cool, and I think that is a nice precedent to set for or to set for the whole show because you know I think one of the most important parts of the show, you know the real the real anchor for why we're following Tanjiro specifically, is because he's in an interesting spot where his sister's a demon, but his sister didn't go crazy, right? His sister didn't become full demon like she still she still loves him, she still listens to him, and. Um, we're going to get to it with the next fight, but she also does not hurt humans, which is huge because um, that's never really been done before. I mean, I would say probably only more of the bigger, more powerful demons who have more of a brain um, and are more kind of sentient and probably act more human than others. They don't attack humans just like savagely, like just all the, all the time relentless you know you know they're not quite zombies right um but even then like nezuko doesn't <laughs> you know which is which is huge for the demon and demon slayer relationship um and a little bit later we have tanjiro going underground so he's now in their world which you imagine is going to be a bad move right like you don't want to go to that you, you want to fight on your own turf or at least on neutral turf you don't want to go to theirs but he's able to flip it around because it's I don't know if they're like actually in like a water environment, but it's it simulates a, a, a water environment which plays the Tanjiro strength because that's that's the like elemental uh, you know form package that 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 Tanjiro picked up is water. So he uses a big move, he uses like this whirlpool move to just destroy <laughs> you know the the other two demons that are down there. Um, again, I mean, it's like it's like it's it's like fighting a water type Pokemon in the ocean. It's like, come on, like I mean, unless you yourself have a water type, it's not going to be that great. Um, which is exactly how Tanjiro was able to win because he was also a water type. Um, and then let's see, uh, Nezuko is just throwing hands at this demon. Th this is one of my favorite parts, if not my favorite part of the entire fight, because. She's just throwing hands. Like, it's crazy. It's, <laughs> she is, she's kind of watching him, like, like, like just a little bit. Um, but the, the problem is that she's very inexperienced and she, she has power and she's fast, but this demon starts to kind of see her moves because again, she's clumsy. Um, she has all this power, all this speed, but she doesn't really know what to do with it. Um, 
so then he you know this demon starts to get the upper hand um unfortunately for him tanjiro was successful in killing his other two people and um he he, he comes out the, the the water portal and just slices this man's arm off and is able to slice his head off um you know we, we, we do have a little more story here i don't really touch on the story too much in this episode but um you know during every demon fight we always see tanjiro feel a little a little bit of sympathy for each demon because you can tell that these demons were turned against their will like that's just how it works um so it's like man like these used to be people and now they turn to demons and they, unfortunately they're not like nezuko where we can kind of you know it didn't go all the way um and, and these guys they they have to you know eat people that's how they get powerful that's how they survive um but we get to the next fight and this is you know the mutated demon and the swamp demon were cool but i feel like this is the first one that's really like interesting um because we have su okay give me one second susa naru susa naru i don't know um and she's the one that has the tamari balls and then you you have yahaba with the with the arrow eyes right arrow eyes on his palms um and this is cool because you know we see i mean the last fight we saw multiple people but it's really just one demon this one we have two distinct demons who um who have their own distinct like move sets and so we start the fight with tamari who throws one of the tamari or not not tamari <laughs> so said uh well i wrote i wrote that wrong Susamaru with an M, not an N. I, I copied that wrong for some reason. Um, Susamaru, who throws the Tamari ball and just decapitates Yushiro. Just completely decapitates him. I don't know at that point if we knew he was a demon. I feel like we probably did. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, it was still a sight. <laughs> just completely took his head off. Um, and that also startles Tanjiro because it's like, oh, these. These, these are these are serious the, you know we, we have stakes right now the other two fights not too bad for him right um but this one will be five seconds in my my man over here already lost his head um so you see you know he tries to fight back and he skewers the ball which at that point us as viewers were like got him you know you skewer the ball it's done or that's how you can slow it down maybe not defeat it but you know, you, you think at that moment, he's, you know, this, this might not be as bad as we thought it was going to be. But unfortunately for him, the Tamari Balls, they have like a mind of their own, seemingly. And they don't move in straight lines. They don't even move in like predictable curves. Like in real life, if you throw a ball um, or like certain balls, especially like, I think like a baseball, there are ways to throw it that make it curve, right? But these things can just like stop on a dime. They can 90 degree angles, you know what I mean? They, they can do anything. Even when they're skewered, they still move around, you know? So now we know, okay, this, this is going to be something serious. You know, this is not like the other ones where we're just going to have to outmaneuver them, you know? And also people who are really good at distance are always tough because they're not going to let you get close and you're going to have to deal with them at a distance. You're not going to be able to, you know, especially if you're a close range fighter like Tanjiro's. I mean, Tanjiro doesn't have any like projectiles really so he has to get close but someone like Su um, susamaru is not gonna let him get close um and then she grows a lot of arms well wasn't a fan of that you know the the 
second <laughs> uh, fight here that I've talked about where we got multiple arms. Not, not a fan of that. Um, but she had six arms. She got six Tamari balls going crazy. You know, it's, it's just a barrage. Um, you know, again, at this point, not only at a distance, but she's now overpowering them. Um, we're just too many things to focus on. You know, Tanjiro has to also focus on the people or the demons, I guess, that he's trying to protect. Um, and he, he's not really given time to sit down and think, which is what he does in other fights, where he kind of like get a break, get a breath, and assess the situation. He, he's not really able to do that up until this point. Um, and then we move on to the other person we haven't even talked about yet, um, where we have Yahaba, who has the arrow eyes, right? And we start to connect the dots because Yushiro comes back to life because he's a demon. And he gives Tanjiro the ability to see the arrows. So now we start to understand why these two are a deadly combination. Because she's got a lot of arms, a lot of balls. Um, very powerful. You know, she, she can throw them at a crazy breakneck speed and power. But then you have Yahaba over here who can help kind of navigate them and, and he and he's the one that can make them stop on a dime make him do 90 degree turns make him just do spirals you know because he has he has like the power of like force basically um and not not like the i mean i guess kind of like the star wars force but i was thinking more of just like scientific like physics force um or like gravity versus um oh, what's what's the one that goes against gravity isn't it something stupid it's just like the, like standard force or something that like, goes against because gravity pulls you down towards the center of the earth but then the like i think it's some stupid like regular force or like standard force i think it's the thing that like pushes against gravity to make it so you're not like constantly being <laughs> like crushed into the center of the earth um but anyway like, like like he has the power of force basically where he can just move things with his invisible arrows and, and that right there is tough. <laughs> that, that's a very tough thing. Like a tiny bit later on, um, I, as I was watching, I wrote a note where I was like, his ability is kind of OP. Like his ability alone, way scarier than Susamaru's. Like Susamaru just has these Tamari balls that, he can, that she can throw and take your head off. But I mean, if you're quick, you can probably dodge him. Like you can probably do an okay job. Um, his thing, like, his thing hurts you without even touching you, you know? Um, what else do we got? What else do we got? We got Nezuko was able to interrupt Yahaba, though, which again, like I said, without him, it causes Susamaru to, um, you know, she kind of loses a step, right? And in that, we see it because Tanjiro is able to cut off some of her arms, you know, in, in the confusion and her being like, oh no my my other half is being distracted you know i'm not you know like for her like <laughs> i got so many references this episode to other things um i'm i'm thinking of Yu-Gi-Oh, and it's like you know with Yu-Gi-Oh, you have your monster cards right which are the things that you, you know those are your front lines are things that really attack they got the power they got it you know but then behind that you have things like your magic cards which boost the monster cards you know they they either boost them and give them more attack or more ability or whatever or some of them actually stop the you know the opposing monsters right you got like swords of revealing light uh, which i think 
is like a band card or something. I, I never really got into like the like serious like tournament, <laughs> you know, like uh, like card game aspect of it. Um, yeah, like I mean, I mean, like that card. Uh, I think it stops every monster on the field from attacking for like three turns, which is kind of wild. <laughs> I mean, there's like other magic cards, maybe like trap cards. Maybe not trap cards. No, some trap cards can. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, with with that cuts off her arms. And, um, I mean, obviously that's not enough though, right? Because like, it's a slight thing and she's just like, she's one of those villains in these type of shonen anime that every time something happens, she constantly says, okay, now the fun starts. Okay. Now the fun starts. Like, I think she said it like four times in this fight. And it's like, when, when did the fun really start? <laughs> um, and let's see what else do we got? Uh, then this is where Nezuko really starts to play a part in it, um, where she is kind of put on the the Susamaru duty, right? It's like, okay, you take her out, me, Tanjiro, I'm, I'm gonna take out Yahaba, um, you know, because again, he's he's the tricky one. Um, and one of the Tamari balls takes off Nezuko's leg. Nezuko attempts to kick it, it's too powerful, takes off her leg which sucks <laughs> very sudden but we're okay with it because we know Nezuko's gonna come back um she doesn't heal as quickly as other demons but we know it's fine but even with that we know she's fine if she can't beat him I don't know what's about to happen um on the other side of the fight we have Tanjiro he 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 kind of figures out what to do he starts using his water techniques to um move with them you know it's like water you 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 flow you go with the flow so he goes with the flow of the arrows and he actually uses the arrows against yahaba you know he 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 uses their momentum their force to make his own strikes that much more powerful and that is how he's able to cut off his head again that is one of the things i really like about tanjiro versus maybe some other you know uh shonen you know battle shonen type uh mcs is because he knows how to use his head you know he doesn't just bash his head against the wall a million times before something to work he sits there he assesses it, he's like okay i am not doing well <laughs> how do i fight these arrows like no well actually you don't fight the arrows you use the arrows against him because he doesn't know yahaba doesn't know how to fight someone who's using his moves you know he he, he, he doesn't know he just throws you around a bunch for a few minutes and then you die because he throws your head against a brick wall. You know what I mean? That's that's his whole thing. But if you're able to use the arrows, he doesn't have anything else. Um, the other side, he's gone. So we go back to Susamaru and uh, Nezuko heals. Um, it's crazy because she's given that like healing stuff that makes her heal faster. But that's all it does. Like it had nothing to do. It didn't like... It didn't like increase her power tenfold or anything so we have no idea what's going on so this is just another little drop in the bucket kind of to make the you know us as viewers think of like how special nezuko actually is you know it's not just oh she doesn't eat demons or she doesn't eat humans like no there are other things about her like she, like she might be a new breed of demon um which could be very scary we very good um you know we don't really see the outcome of that um i'm sure we'll maybe get more into that next season possibly um well, that's one thing i didn't do 
I didn't mention predictions. Although I probably won't do predictions. I mean, I might touch on predictions this time, but I feel like with the when I cover the Infinity Train movie, that's when I'll really do predictions. Because after Infinity Train, then that's then there's it's it's all the unknown. Okay, so yeah. Um, anyway, um, and yeah, she's like super powerful. She's able to kick the balls back at Susamaru, and she actually gets one by her, um, which is very impressive at the time. Um, but it's almost like immediately undercut by the one lady. Um, I think her name is Tamayo. Yeah, it's Tamayo. Um, she even says like, okay, that, that was impressive. But like if Susamaru was playing at her full strength, Nezuko wouldn't have a chance. Um, and again, this is another time where Susamaru was like, now the fun starts. <laughs> she says it again. Um, you know, because she's impressed that this other like little girl demon is able to keep up with her. Um, you know, at least at her current effort. Um, but the fight ends not really because of any either of the main characters. It ends because Tamiyo tricks Susamaru into saying... Uh, Kibutsuki. Kib, Kibsuki's name. That's how you say it. Um, Kibsuki's name, um, which which activates the curse, right? Like these... All these people who work under that demon um he's he's pretty much put the same curse on all of them that like he can't really speak about him um and apparently they can't even say his name so they do curse activates and just kills him right um so again you know i think i, I think that fight was the first like really interesting one because we have two characters two separate movesets two things to kind of assess and figure out how to beat um you have tanjiro losing his head, becoming more powerful, learning how to use his moves in tandem with each other, um, you know, and then you have Nezuko who really starts to shine herself, and, um, you know, again, we, we get some glimpses as to what her character could be, as well as we get someone like Tamiyo and even Yushiro who were like, okay, there's other people out there, I mean, they're demons, but there's, there, there's other ones out there that have these unique abilities, um, and it also builds the world up because, um, you imagine we're gonna see Tamiyo again at some point. Um, not in this season, <laughs> but I imagine we probably will. Uh, move on to the next fight, uh, the the second to last one, um, which is like has an asterisk next to it because the last one I'm gonna talk about is really like seven fights. But um, we got this one here where we fight Kyogai. Um, he's the dude who can shift rooms, he can spin them, and he also has the crazy like invisible claw slashes um this is a really cool one because he he himself isn't super powerful you know i mean even though he apparently previously was one of the 12 uh kazugi or something i don't know how you say it. i feel like i'm saying a different word every time um but him himself i feel like he himself isn't super powerful like like i feel like <laughs> can he do stuff in other buildings or is it just his home here where he can shift stuff you know um but anyway i mean once you're in here it's it's bad news so i mean once once you get ensnared i'm sure most people don't come out alive um one of the big things here with this fight is that we get a big introduction to zenitsu and inosuke um two of the other main characters that will round out our, our nice little crew here um Zenitsu was crazy because, well, honestly, I hate Zenitsu character. I don't, I don't like it. He's annoying. He's, 
he just like whines all the time not a big fan of it the only redeeming aspect to his character is that when he falls asleep he turns into like a god <laughs> and he uses thunder breathing to kill a demon in you know in this little palace here um that's the first we ever see him actually do something useful um and it raises a bunch of questions where it's like how is this possible um why doesn't he do that when he's awake like his anxiety and stuff really gets to him that much where like how did he win <laughs> you know like you know like how did he become a demon slayer like that you know um but anyway it, it's, it's a nice little introduction to a character you know something that i've never really seen before an anime you know like someone has to be asleep <laughs> to be useful um and then like i said we got inosuke who has like beast breathing something that he taught himself i guess and um he uses that to kill a demon right like he has his own methods um so it's cool you know we're seeing two other characters you know like i said i always like building out the world i always like seeing more characters and seeing what what cool abilities that the you know the 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 writer decided to give him um back to the main fight though tanjiro does start to figure out the pattern he starts to figure out you know which drum equates to what movement um you know in in the world and again using his head i like that um the problem is is that he's still very injured from his last fight and he you know he can't really you know he can't really keep up you know he has he hasn't quite recovered um he doesn't quite have the speed or the endurance that he would like to have and so you know kyoga is still you know still giving him you know a, a, a little bit of work um the way he's able to beat him, though, is that Tanjiro uses the water technique to basically fill up the room. You know, it's basically like to give himself an advantage. You know, it's almost like giving himself like a like a like a stat boost, <laughs> almost, and um, that gives him like traction and mobility in the room that he didn't have previous to doing that. Um, and in one swift motion, he complements Kyoge's blood demon art, and then he kills him. <laughs> Um, but the fun thing with that ending is that Kyogai loves that, you know, he, he, he loves that someone actually complimented him because, you know, we see some backstory stuff, not really going to get into it, but we see kind of how he fought to get where he is and what happened to him, you know, how he was pretty much thrown out of the, the little 12, <laughs> you know, the little 12, uh, fanboy club there. And, um, that's another thing to add to Tanjiro's characters that again, like I said, after pretty much every demon he fights and kills he does feel sorrow for them you know he he realizes that they were people at one point and they just kind of went down the wrong path uh, you know willingly or unwillingly you know still happened to them and and he feels like you know all these demons could have avoided it um and maybe he in, in in another life he wishes he could have helped them you know not become a demon i guess um yeah, I mean, at this point, he's burning through these demons. You know, he's able to figure it out. Um, again, these demons seemingly get more and more powerful, um, but but none of them are tw are quite one of the twelve Kizuki. Um, until we get <laughs> the last fight, um, which again, this is more like seven fights because I'm gonna cover the entire Spider family here. It ranges like seven episodes. Um, but this is a really nice way to kind of end the season. It's not quite the end of the season. Um, we do end the season with some more training. Um, we see like the the Hashiro, which is really really cool. Um, you know, but this is like the last big like action thing for this season. Um, 
So yeah, so we basically start out with um, a crazy scene here where they, Spider Family is using webs to make all the other Demon Slayers kill each other. They're able to turn them into their puppets, um, which is scary. That, that's another like scary thing that they kind of throw into the show, um, you know, for them to be against their will. Um, and then we got Inosuke being very useful, always having to trick up his sleeve, it seems like. Um, you know, even though we don't see him as like a, a particularly intelligent character, um, Inosuke does have this like spatial awareness ability where he's able to find the demon. Again, with like his beast breathing, it's very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see next season how much more we get from Inosuke to see like where this all, um, this all like culminates to. Um, and touching on the puppets again, Mother, who we see um, is the one who's controlling them. Mother has no regard for the puppets' bodies. Again, a very like twisted aspect to this demon art. Um, where it's just like their bones are broken, you know, they're contorting in weird ways. But it doesn't matter because she doesn't see them as humans. Or sh if she does, she doesn't care for humans. She has no regards for that. Um, she just sees them as puppets. She sees them as tools to kill other things and to clear this out. Um, and then what else do we got? We got Tanjiro and Inosuke throw the puppets into trees, right? This is Tanjiro's brilliant plan where... If we throw them into trees, then the threads, um, you know, they can't be controlled by the threads because the gravity and them getting stuck in the tree limbs and everything. So we're initially rendering these puppets useless and in turn saving them from being tortured more by mother. Um, although <laughs> doesn't go quite how they want it to because mother is like getting frustrated. She's getting she's, she's freaking out because she knows of the ramifications of if she loses and so she's like who cares i don't need useless puppets and so she just snaps all their necks <laughs> and um a very gruesome scene um not at all what tanjiro wanted to happen or inosuke and you know, not what they wanted to happen they they, th they thought they outsmarted her um and she's like yeah but i don't care <laughs> um and this is another really I, I didn't mention this but this is another really good moment because Tanjiro kind of kneels down towards one of the bodies and just very quiet and Inosuke kind of walks up behind him and Tanjiro is just like we should go or, or something like that it's along those lines and he just says it very solemnly like like we should go you know you know kind of give off the vibe of like we gotta go we gotta go find her and we gotta go kill her and then Inosuke you know you know just says um uh that's a good idea or sounds like a plan or, or, or something like that right again basically give off the vibe of you know i'm not gonna make a joke here i'm not gonna um you know do my weird like sundere stuff in this moment you know i'm not gonna um say that i you know i was thinking that before you said it or something like that you know you know not you know we're not, we're not gonna have a like funny light-hearted um you know or even like a like speech um, you know, between Tanjiro and Yunosuke in this moment, it's just very solemn of like, we both understand what we need to do. This is not a game. You know, we we thought we just won against her and then it caused many people, handful, more than one handful, people to just instantly die. And so we're serious now. We got to go kill this person, um, which I really like again, because like there, there's a lot of moments in here when they're fighting and it is kind of rambunctious and stuff. Um, but, but when it gets down to it, they know how to take care of business. They know how to be serious. They know how to, you know, like they are demon slayers. 
you know, this is not a game. This is not training. Um, and then we get to more puppets. Um, the not useless puppet, a giant puppet, like this weird abomination thing, but they got no head. So it's like, how do we win? Because <laughs> up until this point, they have pretty clearly set the rules for this universe where demons or uh, demon slayers need to kill demons by cutting them, by cutting their head off with their special blades, right? So how do we do it? We we get into some wacky stuff, um, but 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 very cool seeing them work together, actually working together and not just being on the same side, you know, um, because we have Tanjiro who launches Inosuke up into the air, and Inosuke is able to cut off the demon's arms, and then while that's happening, Tanjiro spins like a like a break dancer, spins and cuts off the demon's legs. So now we've gone cut off all of his limbs, and then. Inosuke's, it's now, wait, oh no, yeah, I missed something, and then, as Inosuke's in the air, after he cuts off his arms, as he's coming down, that's when he slices diagonal across his chest, and cuts the demon in half, so that little team move there, was really cool, because like I said, it's, it, it's one thing for Tanjiro and Inosuke to just be on the same side, and just like, taking out demons you know it's another thing for them to actually work together and them actually have a plan and then you know have like a like team move you know like it's a video game almost but like we're actually you know we can do a lot of stuff individually with our own talents but if we put it together that's how we can you know fight someone like this who is just very big and um you know we have to think inside the box with no head that kind of thing um, so we move on and Inosuke throws Tanjiro super far, just launches him. <laughs> and, um, which is good because then Tanjiro in the air, like smells her or something, smells mother, comes down and beheads mother. Right. So that's done. Now the threads are done. We're now, we're now, we're now going at a good clip here. You know, we're starting to see them overcome stuff. Um, we're taking out this family, which is something we need to do. <laughs> You know, um, it's 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 definitely looking up for them. It looks like we're we're gonna get through this with not too much bad stuff. Um, on the other side, <laughs> can't forget about Zenitsu. Um, he faints from a big spider. A big spider thing scares him, and he just faints. He just his his, his little heart just can't take it. Um, although for us as viewers, we know something's about to go down because we know that now that is when he turns into the god. <laughs> that that he is um one interesting thing though that the spider points out that we never really got because we never saw him fight multiple multiple times um is that zenitsu only really knows one form he really only knows one move um and we see some nice flashbacks here where um we get like his trainer i don't know if that's actually like his dad or something um i don't remember but his dad gives some great advice where he's just like so what if you only know one move if you only know how to do one move perfect it perfect it to a to a just like crazy level because it doesn't matter if someone knows what move you're going to use if they can't stop it then then who cares you know you you can put your entire hand on the table but if they're not fast enough to dodge your attack if they're not durable enough to withstand your attack then it doesn't really matter that that you're you're predictable um and that's true in this case where we cut back and yeah, I mean, he's just too fast, he's too powerful, and in the blink of an eye, he cuts off the spider's head. And again, 
that adds a little bit more to Zenitsu's character. I'm very interested to see where the character goes in the future. Um, I don't know, like, side note, I don't know if Zenitsu's character will ever overcome the whole anxiety thing. You know, maybe long down the road, because I just feel like that's part of his character. You know, um, I don't know. There's just a little side note there. Um, let's see. Tanjiro and Inosuke's swords cannot cut through father's arms. Um, right, because now we're assuming we're at like the final boss battle here with the father right because that's who the mother was always talking about where it's like i don't know don't don't tell your father he's gonna you know he's gonna go crazy so we assume we're at the the, the final boss here um and it's it's exemplified by their swords can't even cut through this man's arms like it just it barely nicks them um and that, that's that spells trouble um so again tanjiro kind of thinking outside the box he cuts down a tree that lands on the father and it's like oh man we got it he got him you didn't, you didn't suspect a tree, did you? <laughs> um, the only problem, though, is that father is super strong, lifts up the tree, and just bats Tanjiro very, very far. <laughs> like, just, just across the forest. <laughs> so Tanjiro is basically taken out. It's like Super Smash Bros, where you just launch off the screen. It's like, all right, he's going to be gone for a while. It's going to take a little bit for him to respawn. Um, and... So now Inosuke is kind of here. He has to fight him by himself. And just through sheer will, Inosuke is able to cut off father's hand. He takes a sword, doesn't cut through. So he uses a sword to bash down the other sword. And he's able to cut through this man's hand. So that's that's again kind of adding to Inosuke's character. Where Inosuke does kind of just attack head on. He's just like, I'm just going to throw everything I have at this person. And I'm going to beat them just, I mean, basically through will. Uh, you know, I'd say that's, that's really his main attribute is is will you know i mean it's it's shown even further through like another part of his character where he's always trying to fight people who he thinks are powerful he's like hey if i fight you and i beat you that means i'm better than you and that means i'm powerful um the only problem is is that father now evolves like a pokemon he reaches his next stage and he's even more he's even bigger he's stronger he's faster he's a little bit scarier um and that that scares Inosuke, where Inosuke is like, oh, I, I can't win. I'm going to die. <laughs> um, but in the nick of time, as all shonens do, um, Giyu, who I know that I think people use his other name, but yeah, it's listed as Giyu. So I know that m most people say like uh, Tom Tomiaka, something like that. Um, but I, I say Giyu because that's just how it's written on the the thing um Giyu saves Inosuke right um we later realize uh we're given the info that he's one of the the, the 12 Hashira um but he saves him. he comes out of nowhere cuts this man's head off <laughs> makes just quick work of father um and again that's just that that is another thing that I think builds out the world where it's like you forget because they're main characters that Tanjiro Inosuke Zenitsu they're not really that good like they're good but they're like they're still learning you know i mean i mean same thing with like uh, bring it back to naruto i guess um where it's like in the main thing like you look at like sasuke or something right like during like the first however many hundred episodes of naruto and you're like man he's good but the, if, if sasuke were to face like guy or kakashi or you know like you know like any of the actual people he would he would lose with with the quickness like he would lose so quick you know even like someone like gara or you know 
Neji or whoever, like, they're like, oh man, they're really good. I'm like, yeah, they're really good in their class, in their like age group, you know? Um, that's the same thing here, where it's like, yeah, Tanjiro's good, but I feel like he's good against other demon slayers with similar experience. You know, like, he, he wouldn't, we wouldn't last a second against Giyu, um, or some of the other people that we're talking about in a second. Um, later, uh, we cut back to Tanjiro, and now he's facing Rui, um, who I guess is an actual 12 Hashira, or not Hashira, um, Kizuki or whatever. Um, and it sucks because Nezuko's there, but... Nezuko gets all sliced up. It's like, ooh, don't like that. Don't like seeing Nezuko get hurt. Um, you know, because because uh, Rui, if you look on the screen right now, if you're on YouTube, um, he has like the like web powers, but they're like super strong and durable, and they're deadly, and you can throw them and stuff. Um, you know, like Tanjiro isn't able to cut through them, which is a big thing. Um, I think he attempts to, and his sword actually like it gets broken in half. Um, then what do we got? Uh, why did I write four? Oh, right. So we, you know, we start getting more in the fight. And again, it's, it, Tanjo's not looking good. Nezuko's getting hung up. She's, it's not looking good for them. Um, so through the power of flashback, um, Tanjo is able to now turn his water style into a fire style. Um, so this is my thing. Um, I don't remember exactly the details of it. I'm imagining that either the fire style is just so good that it morphed into something crazy like fire. Or Tanjiro has the ability to use water style and fire style, which is interesting because I don't know if anyone's really ever used more than one style so far. Um, again, he's the main character, so I wouldn't be surprised if he has something crazy like OP like that. Or, oh man, Tanjiro can actually learn any style. <laughs> you know, he's Kakashi over here. Um, and that's really big because while Tanjiro's in the middle of charging up an attack with his new fire style... Um, we cut over to Nezuko, and she apparently develops her own blood demon art, who can explode blood. So all of the blood that was been coming out of her and running down the webs um, of our sweet boy Rui here, she now explodes. And with them in tandem, with them working together, Tanjiro and Nezuko are able to behead Rui. At that point, we're like, finally, it's over. Tanjiro wins with the help of Nezuko. Everyone's going to go home safe. It's awesome. You know, we see how powerful Tanjiro has become over this last season or whatever. And it's like, this is great. It's awesome, right? Wonder how the season's going to end. It's great. And then we realize that Rui is not only powerful, he's smart. Um, he decided to cut off his own head before Tanjiro got the chance. So if a demon is not beheaded by the sword of a demon slayer, they do not die. Um, and it sucks because now Tanjiro is all out of juice. You know, Nezuko doesn't really have much to fight with anymore either. Um, so Rui's going to win. <laughs> Rui is going to get the better of them. That sucks. Um, and in the nick of time, Giyu comes and saves Tanjiro as well. Gives some ups to Tanjiro for lasting that long. And Giyu, or yeah, Giyu just completely rocks Rui. Just completely rocks him. Um, just gives him that work. You know, Rui uses his best move against him. And without even blinking, Giyu just cuts all the all the threads, all the spider webs. Doesn't even matter to him. 
and again i really like that i really like showing the power levels between certain things because again you see someone like tanjiro and how well he fought against rui and how he really got the better the, the like um upper hand on him the only reason he didn't win is because rui just thought a split second ahead of him you know if, if rui didn't do that tanjiro would have won this fight um but again like you just completely rocks him cuts his head off and it's it's great you know um and the last thing i got here shinobu uses demon all oh, right yeah okay um shinobu who is the other hashira we see who she's like the like insects you know more of like a butterfly type thing um we see that her sword isn't very powerful um she doesn't have a lot of arm strength i guess that's how it's explained and it's like oh man she actually can't cut off the heads of demons so it's like hmm, weird that she is ha, ha, you know why why is she a threat it's like oh because she um knows a lot about like medicinal stuff and she actually developed her own poison that affects demons because i assume most poison probably doesn't it probably just affects humans and then um it can affect demons but it doesn't really kill them it just kind of hurts them and just like any other um injury to a demon a demon will just regenerate right um, but she actually developed a poison that specifically kills demons. Um, and she uses it with the quickness and kills the daughter with the demon poison. Um, and again, that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all the notes I have. Um, again, I, I, I especially love this like spider family arc. This little mini arc we get at the end here because we see a lot of growth in, in the three main characters. Um, and Nezuko, four main characters. Um which is good but then i like the introduction of hashira um and how we see how powerful they really are and why they're like that you know how like you know even in the middle of there like inosuke was trying to fight <laughs> giyu and giyu's just like dog like no you don't you don't want this for one i'm at like a hundred percent strength right now you are on your last legs you are going to pass out in about seven seconds like you cannot fight me he even has a line where he's like if you don't know the status of your own body then you shouldn't be able to fight or something like that you know basically telling him that you should be aware of what state your body is in right now like your body is ready to collapse and you're just willfully ignoring it because you want to fight me over pride like that's that's not that's not smart that's not what a demon slayer does like I'm, I'm walking away like even in the middle of inosuke challenging him he tied him up <laughs> you know um but yeah and then even with someone like shinobu who isn't super powerful i mean she's powerful like like she has power but like she's also clever and she uses what she has to her abilities um you know as as her strengths so she has the poison she's quick you know so you know then later on we do see more hashira i'm not going to get into it too much but very interested to see what all of them really do and how powerful they are and want to see them in the fights and everything um but yeah I, I think this season ends very well um again we see some Ashra, we see some training which i'm not going to touch on but um it ends very well you know and i think that the fight scenes in the show are very good they're animated very well and i think they just keep building on top of each other um again when i cover the infinity train we'll we'll see a little more of that um, but then just like some general predictions of, of, you know, further than that, like I would like to see more fights, which we're obviously going to, but I mean, I would like to see the three main characters, four main characters 
fight um, together a little more. I like to see them kind of bounce off of each other in terms of giving each other strength and new moves and development and everything. Um, I'm interested to see. Hopefully, we see more Hashira in in action. Um, and it's also going to be cool to see how they build upon demons. Where it's like, um, how do we make demon like? How do we keep upping the ante when it comes to the the villains, <laughs> the the opponents that our, our four main characters have to fight? Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, like I said, this is season one. I will touch on Infinity Train in a later episode because um, I don't really mix shows with movies too much. And of course, as you once this comes out, the first episode, the first true episode of season two of Demon Slayer will be out. I'll be watching that probably week to week and talking about it once it airs or once it finishes airing, I should say. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, let me know what you thought of season one. Um, let me know what your favorite fight was. Let me know what your favorite character is. I think that's pretty cool. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So like I said in the top, go to YouTube, go to podcast platforms, listen to this. Um, I also have, first time ever, going to promote um, social media. You can go to, you can follow Tiger T on, on, on Twitter. Um, that'll usually be for like channel updates, uploads, that kind of thing. Or you can follow my personal Twitter where I just throw random, <laughs> random thoughts, random stuff on there. You know, stuff that I'm watching, stuff that I'm thinking, you know, you know, classic, classic Twitter. Um, that'll be in the description as well. Links for everything will be in the description. Um... Oh yeah, and, that, and that's also a good place for, you know, uh, other YouTube, Twitter, either Twitter, um, is a good place for you guys to let me know your thoughts, um, as well as what more shows and movies and stuff like that you want to see me talk about, um, or I guess hear me talk about, and um, yeah, that's it, so until next time, watch the Infinity Train movie, if you haven't already, we'll talk about that next, and then a little bit later on, once it airs, or finishes airing, We'll talk about season two of Demon Slayer.